This week on Homo Superior. Important question. If you had to eat someone's stomach, mm-hmm. have your stomach eaten, mm-hmm. or have sex with your brother or sister, what would you do? Probably have sex with my brother or sister. That's kind of mine, too. No, I, 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 I don't wanna, have I, any siblings. It's, so. it's I, I incest or cannibalism. I do the yeah. stomach. For me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brent is gay, and Caitlin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Welcome to Homo Superior, where Angela Bassett did the thing. Issue 272, I'm Caitlin. I'm upset. <laughs> I'm Ryan. <laughs> I'm Adam. And I'm Brent Wingate. And this week... Kaylin has been working hard in the comic book mines, collecting information for this year's Mutant Madness, and he is going to give a TED Talk about it. We reviewed Quantumania and then put a poll on Twitter about the future of the MCU and what big bads they'll have. Clark does the news, Adam does comic issues, and Kaylin does Dallas-Fort Worth. Ryan pops out a plug. (laughs) But first, some housekeeping. Check out our review of Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, or as Adam likes to call it, Quatamania. Quatamania. Quantamania. Quantamania. We didn't love it, but we had a good time watching it and an even better time <laughs> talking down. about it. So check that out. But of course, make sure you watch the movie first. And then, yes, as Brent mentioned, I have been toiling in the mutant minds for this year's Mutant Madness it is our annual, I guess now it's annual, um, March Madness type bracket. Uh, last year we did the best X-Men storylines. This year we're doing the best X-Men look. And we've chosen four X-Men, or should I say X-Women, to talk about. So we've got Storm, Jean Grey, Rogue, and Kate Pride, Or she was also known as Kitty Pride. So the way it's going to work is we're going to ask all of you, yes, you the listeners, to vote either on Twitter or Instagram or both. Uh, every day in March on your favorite look. There'll be round one, round two. We'll have a Sweet 16, an Elite Eight, a Final Four, and then, of course, the final. But here's the twist. We're also going to be voting, too, which means us, the podcasters, on Homo Superior. So what I want to ask, <laughs> in, in I, I case was, you were confused. <laughs> we, called oh, it, we called it another podcast, too. This one. Yeah. So let me ask NPR you. NPR will be voting on these <laughs> as well. <laughs> all right. So I've asked all f- the other four uh, which look of their preferred ex-woman is going to go all the way. So Adam, you pick Storm. Yeah, damn right. Um, and I am rooting for the Hellfire Gala look, mainly for the wispy cloud hair. Mm. But I also feel like '92, the silver, like lightning. You know, the original. What she was, she was in blue. X Men Gold. Gold. Damn it, so close. But I'm rooting for that one too because that's just a very, very iconic costume. All right, Clark, you picked Rogue. I didn't pick Rogue because she's my favorite X woman. Okay, or, she's my least favorite of these four. Anyways, um, it's just that <laughs> this you. is just <laughs> setting the table. But the audience is very much needs to know. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, Kaylin says something and I disagree with it. Um, so this is my favorite costume of all of these characters, though, is Rogue Supernova's costume, which mm. is like the Hunter Green metallic looking material with like the white lining, and she's got a cowl and a hoodie. Mm-hmm. It's and great. It's fantastic. I absolutely love it. Yep, Brent, you got Jean Grey. Yeah, well, I'll t- I'll do a wrap up because. I don't have a favorite one like you guys. Uh, All right. Well, <laughs> why are you going before Ryan? Because <laughs> I, I went out of order, but go ahead, Ryan. Well, um, I was told to do Kate Pride, and so... Caitlin, <laughs> um, we don't the, like your character. The, the one that I chose was um, what you entitled the snazzy look, which basically... <laughs> I knew you fucking bitch. Be, You're going to pick it, that. It's just like she put on a whole bunch of different costumes. It's like a little drunk oh, toddler God, leaving the house. Hideous. It's so great. It's so good. So it's we, a very Ryan Crow look. And it's... I'm, all her other looks are so boring. So when Kaylin Kay chose the um, the costumes originally, I had to. I knew she had one that was just a complete bus crash. And yeah, I had to so shove that in his face. Put that in there originally, you dumb fuck. Did you? I did. Oh no, yes. I, I picked Rogue's much better one. Okay, great. All right, go ahead, Brent. So I was forced to do Jean. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look, here's the thing. So. There's Angela l- Bassett did the thing. Mm-hmm. Looking through all these costumes, there's a lot of excellent choices, and I'll be very interested to see how these play out. I'm especially interested to see how people pick, because some people might go by the storyline, and they shouldn't. Right. It's based off of what is the best look. Fashion, baby. And for Jean, I really think her X-Men Red look mm-hmm. is her best look. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not overdone. Good choice. It does, it's not stupid looking. It is part of the era of her kind of being a self-owned woman and not 
just a subject of the Phoenix Force in every yeah. possible way. I think it looks great. Yeah. Uh, we picked these four because they do have four of the most iconic looks. Uh, they all have Ultimate Universe counterparts. Mm-hmm. They all have Age of Apocalypse counterparts. Uh, all four of them have Hellfire Gala looks, Gala. as uh, mm-hmm. Adam even mentioned. So we think there's a lot of parody between them. So you're going to be voting it out Get in the month of March, it. and so are we. And this is Mutant Madness. She's got the look. Right? Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is now. It is now. It sure is. That's how it sounds. <laughs> yep. All right. So uh, we are also going to be doing this via polls on Twitter, as we mentioned. But this week, we put out a poll in our new segment called Polaris. Um, and we asked you... We know that Kang is going to be the big bad for this phase and the next phase of the MCU... Who do you think should be the big bad for the next phase? So we gave four options. Doctor Doom, Galactus, Orcish slash Nimrod, but you could maybe throw in Moira and Omega Sentinel in there too. And then finally, <laughs> us, the Homo Superior Podcast. The write-in candidate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we did not come in last, I'll, I will tell you that. So uh, let me ask Kevin, you Kevin, call us. Uh, before I go over the results, who would you guys like to be the either one of these four or uh, yes. another Dark Horse candidate? I, I lost. Um, I put in Galactus. No one liked that. Ah. Um, I, I think he's uh, next logical. It can one-up the Eternals, and I think that makes sense. I know people are eager for Doctor Doom, but yeah. I think Galactus makes the most sense. But like, if you're going to pick Galactus, mm-hmm. he's just too big for everything. His CGI has to be... Maybe you don't know my dating life. Everywhere. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, like, how does he go into a room to interact with someone... You can't really. I don't know. I just think he's kind of. He's just weirdly he sized. Do like, they give him like a hologram version where he's like bite size. Yeah, and he's in people's heads and stuff yeah. like that. Okay. But what are you doing here? I mean, what I do, do you want? I I was actually talking about this with my uh, boyfriend therapist. This week. Oh, <laughs> therapist. Yeah, and she was like, "You need to talk about your actual issues." <laughs> <laughs> talking about my is, comic book issues. This is an actual so issue. issue. Yeah. Um, but I have a weird out of left playing field, but it's kind of tied to Galactus. Actually, I feel like Null could actually be really interesting, only if they were going to still feed in um, more of Spider-Man. Like, if they end up finding a better way for contracting and start building out more of the Venom and Spider-Man areas, mm. we could actually see Null and that. Like the idea of, I don't know, just fit. Because I was thinking like, if Thor was going to be around. He was kind of involved in that. Like I just, I think Donny Cates did such a good job of tying all like space and street level and all this stuff together. So I'd be interested to see. It was just like a random guess. Oh, I don't think it's actually going to be it, but I'm like, I kind of would like that. No, I mean, I'd choice. like a villain that's just off, on world instead of like all yeah. these off world threats. But I think Doctor Doom, um, he doesn't have a shelf life villain wise. Like he's a character that continues on is moderately sometimes mm-hmm. not bad. He's an antagonist, but not a villain. Blah 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 blah. And I feel like if we're doing six years worth of villainhood for the character, you want that villain to lose at the end. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. But he's officially finished. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. Like Kang and Thanos will yeah, be yeah, off yeah. the board exactly. completely. So yeah. I think that uh, you've got Kang, Kang, and the Council of Kangs. <laughs> <laughs> Kang, Kang, Don't, Kang. yeah, don't uh, initialize that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kang, Kang, Kang. Council starts with a C, I yeah. imagine. Yeah. Anyways, so... Uh, we need the Council of Reeds to uh, stop them, but then that they become the problem. And then there's also Council of Dooms. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just like... Just a lot of councils. It's, it becomes the Council Saga. <laughs> oh, which ends with the Quiet Council, which is how they bring in the X-Men. Yeah, yeah. All right, into it. Taylor, did you have anyone that you I wanna? did. I actually liked uh, the idea of like... A, it would be Orcus, Nimrod, Moira, but they would be like the mid-tier villains, and then the big bad villains are actually like the Phalanx. Ooh. And so like how Jonathan Hickman has weaved in like, you know, like the Dominions and all the various sort of like empires. Uh, uh, And so if they could find a way to scale that properly, I mean, I don't think they'd be able to, but I think that would be really fucking cool. That's the way you scale up, honestly. You get an entire Sense of Sinister movie. But all of you who voted, you guys picked Doctor Doom as first because... It's Doom. Doom. Everyone loves Doom. And second was Orcus and uh, Nimrod. Third was us, weirdly. (laughs) And last, sorry, Ryan, Galactus. I think only me. Um, Tristan. If I voted, I would have done that too. (laughs) So last night, Tristan and I watched a video that was like, top 10 Marvel villains that haven't appeared in the movies. And they're like going through. So it's like Annihilus and Mephisto. That's, yeah. Um, And Tristan's like, these are all stupid. Tristan's like, I don't know. And I'm like, 
I would tell him, oh, I know who that one is. He's blah, 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 blah. It got to one like the chaos man, chaos man. He's got like giant teeth. It's from an alternate universe, whatever. So afterward, Tristan was pretty amped up and excited. And <laughs> wait, wait, like Lord. Because Tristan's like Lord finally chaos? representation nah, on screen. Who it was. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. He just like did everything to everyone. It's me. Um, Mangog also made that list. Oh, Giles. Uh, so Tristan was very excited. He's like, you know what? I could, I could write a, I could write a Marvel villain. I could write the next big villain. I go, okay. Well, what are, what's he got? He uh, he can snap. And I'm like, oh, bad start, Tris. Uh, Galactus's spine in half. Like, oh. He's Galactic Bane. <laughs> His name is Jub Jub. That great lizard from The Simpsons. Yeah. MCU Next TV is our weekly segment focused on the latest and greatest of the MCU Disney Plus TV shows. Today we've got season three of X-Men Toss, episodes three, four, and five of The Phoenix Saga. The Phoenix Saga ends with less Banshee screaming than I'd like and as much Star Jammers as I can handle. What did you guys think of the end of this beautiful, beautiful arc? Juggernaut's a bitch. <laughs> she really is. This, um, so th- it's three episodes, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a lot of logistics for They're like, are we going to get on the plane? It is moves there, a who, lot, though. Who's going to hit the switches? Wait, does this suit fit me? It's a lot of like stupid yeah. Fasten stuff. Fasten your seatbelt. Thank God they all fit bespoke oh yeah yeah um so that that episode sort of whatever but i like how every in all these episodes they just kept one upping each like each other juggernaut was there and then gladiator showed up yeah and then after gladiator showed up phoenix showed up yeah and then there's gonna be another like i just love how they just were like overpowered each other that the the storytelling in these stories are so fast that yeah (laughs) they step on their own toes so much they do, but I will say, uh, in contrast to other adaptations of the Phoenix and Dark Phoenix saga, this is doing it relatively well. Yeah, uh, it's hitting the beats from the comics. Uh, like I forgot how like close and accurate they got, which is kind of amazing. Uh, you know, and like this whole season is really kind of devoted to you know Jean's saga, uh, her ascent into power and her descent into madness, and like. You know, bringing in like the fucking Shi'ar and Eric the Red, and then Juggernaut and Black Tom in a kids' cartoon. I'm sure like you either loved it or your head was spinning, or maybe both. Well, I remember watching this uh, during the week at like 3 p.m. 4 when they had like the weekly long right. event, and like to your point, I was into it then, and I'm very much into it now. I think your point—it's very like a great encapsulation. Of a book I never fully read, but I think it does so much more justice to the journey and the characters and just being as accurate as possible, even involving the Shi'ar rather than just dumping a bunch of fucking random characters and turning Gene bad every time in like a movie. Right. So I was, I just really enjoyed it. I do think it falls a little bit apart when they go inside, like the whole like foreign, like the ending of the episodes are a little bit messy for me, but. Sure. When they go in. They go inside. When they go, there's too much excitement outside. They yeah. go we got hey, let's go inside. I felt the second episode of this chunk, um, with like e- evil Xavier's body, something, yeah. something was weak as all hell. That's the worst one. I, literally, it, it feels so weird and destroyed. It was just bad. <laughs> his evil version wears a cape. Yeah, yeah. I like the fact that his evil version hates his friends so much that he wants to kill them all. No, we all have that inside us where we deeply resent our friends and want to kill <laughs> them. Want them to die. Yeah, this is me. I yeah, that seems why seems irrational. Scott, Scott is screaming at Charles. You better start telling us things that make sense. And Charles goes, "I've told you everything I can that makes sense," which is the opposite of Ryan Kroll. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Charles' justification is, uh, "I don't know why, but this is the most important thing ever." Just so you know, Damn, it's very important. Ryan. But why? I don't know. Some weird lady with so a bug what? helmet, even though her hair won't fit yeah, under that the bug helmet. Logistically, is why not just fit your head? Uh, I did think that Wolverine, in the third episode, Wolverine actually did get some good lines in. With say? a mouth, mouth like yours, we should have just tried sneaking in here with a marching band. <laughs> and uh, Jubilee says, anyone know what she looks like? She's from another galaxy. You see anyone you don't know? Rescue her. Like, that is not... <laughs> that's actually pretty good of, advice. There's not a lot of people you don't know. You know, uh, Jubilee. Don't yeah, grab she, random women. She, she did. Ju- Jubilee did get to be useful. 
Yeah, for once. Mm-hmm. Um, she got to be captured. I mean, D- don't forget, you have you to mean be multiple times. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. You're like, go sit by the, the g- drink machine that just says drink. drink. Yeah. God. Um, it, a lot of uh, women on women crimes that I really enjoyed in in terms of like <laughs> no wait, <laughs> wait. <laughs> yeah finish the sentence. No, I don't know what I meant by that. Um, uh, no. Oh, I, uh, Gambit saying. Gambit would teach you some respect for a lady, and then is immediately hit not by a woman, but with a woman. <laughs> yeah. You know, G- Gambit was outrageous this, uh, I think, the second one with evil Xavier, because he basically told Jubilee that he, like, fucks all night. He, it was like, yeah. well, I, I won't be here all night. <laughs> and then... She, well, what about later? Do you want to get what? some dinner? She's like, we're going to go see a show. Yeah, but I can have sex for a long time. <laughs> they, they do take him out of episodes quite a lot. Yeah. So we know now what he's been doing the entire time. But Rogue was such a heavy hitter. She was so pissed that she didn't go on that mission that yeah. they she never, basically took on everyone. They never actually explained the what, what mission she was, she was on. on right? yeah. They, they never explain anything. They just that. say, like, these two episode- characters perm. aren't going to be in this episode. Take, <laughs> she got a perm. Out. Everyone knows. She went on and got a perm. I, it is really so. <laughs> the reason why I cut myself off earlier is because I was like, oh, I did the what? same thing you did, uh, Clark, with, re- with watching the overall saga of Savage Land. Where I watched oh. too many episodes in advance, yeah, I was yeah, like, "Wait yeah, a yeah. minute, this yeah. is not." So you started saying, "Well, things and this we was the whole knew. thing." Like, it's very funny how it's scripted on the actual like Disney Plus because it's like episode three, but it's like part one of. So it's very confusing oh, to even understand. So, what so when the you fuck wrote is. the Star Jammers stuff, I got very confused. confused. Yeah. I was like, "Wait, did I miss something?" <laughs> yeah, that was. Terrible. Well, it had we as much. Star Jammer, it had as much Star one. Jammers as I did like, which was zero, and it had a lot less Banshee screaming than I wanted, which is all the time. Well, I got such uh, from when Gladiator showed up at the Gladiator. end of the third episode. It's very Superman, right? The way he yeah. came, came in. Mm-hmm. And so when uh, Claremont and Cockrum, Dave Cockrum created the Star Jammers, they based them on the Legion of Superheroes yeah. uh, for DC, so much so that Dave Cockrum was one of the costume designers for a lot of the Legion uh, <laughs> books. So all of them have like DC counterparts and uh, Gladiator, Superman, or Superboy. And who is Eric the Red based on? Nobody. He's not one. He's that not one of the star- he's not oh he's not one of the he's not one of the Imperial Guard. Who uh, who whose kinky outfit is he inspired by? <laughs> Superman's game. Is it Miss Adams Morgan? <laughs> yeah, it's um uh, it's Mal 2020. Uh, Cuz he's about to be Eric the Bread. <laughs> <laughs> uh who do you think is faster? Uh Phoenix flying across the planet or Ravens from Game of Thrones? Oh, good question. Cuz the amount of time that those people can travel is very impressive. Dragons. The dragons from Game of Thrones are even faster. And right. Well, okay. <laughs> I I did love the scene of Gladiator <laughs> flying in. It was like just you saw his fist. Iconic. Like that was pretty cool. Yeah. Animation I did love that he was- like Bitch slapped. Oh, he just throws that fuck juggernaut this into the is, water. These are the episodes too, where on the juggernaut bitch memes came yeah, from. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, makes me so. so this happy. when I was a kid, this was my favorite episode of this show. I don't know if it's just the Irishness of it all, oh, or it's just because one. it's literally just like the most wildly weird melee going on <laughs> it, yeah. between characters that shouldn't be mad at I, each other, but then are mad at each other. And, and, and they it, have they don't seem to have any connection, and no. they don't seem to dress in uh-uh. any sort of similar. Eric way. the Red is like, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna pay you, but then we're gonna fight. Now I'm gonna pay you, and then that's we're gonna... <laughs> such a weird character turn. It's like I'm gonna withhold his money, and then he gives him the money. It's like take your useless money. Like if it was useless, why didn't you just <laughs> give it to him? So, why did we have that entire scene? Paper bills. <laughs> you have ten million paper dollars. Wait, what? What, was Evil Xavier part of the original storyline in the comics? I don't think so. I can't I don't remember that at all. Which is why it's awful. I'm not sure so. if he had it's a just cape so everyone like can that. be mad at Xavier in this la- the third episode of what we just read, so that then everyone can still fight each other, even though they don't oh need to fight. You must take me off the board. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot trust myself. <laughs> I also love that Moira was like, "Oh, Charles can't Charles. see me with you, with you, Sean. He like he must be happy for us, but I can't go. I can't <laughs> go to like him. Such it's a terrible. toxic relationship. It's terrible. Um, yeah. I like the intro of Banshee, though. I you would just kissing some lady, yeah, screaming. That's fun. All right, air. as quietly as you can, try to do the band. Well, he thing. wasn't screaming; he was making sort of like a weird grunty sound, like. <laughs> 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 I think it always it always takes <laughs> it a little it bit, exactly like that. A little bit of an adjustment because visually, when you see him in the comics, <laughs> you don't hear the screams, and <laughs> when you see him in any visual format, it's not. It's not something you can ex- anticipate a Scotsman jumping off a cliff and screaming to <laughs> right, save right, himself. Right. It you is sh- weird. You should hear him sing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
No, so that's my what favorite, with a mouth like yours. My favorite <laughs> moment in all three of these was actually mm-hmm. from the second one where Beast is walking out of the building <gasps> with a Howard the Duck for president. But yeah. it's uh, actually, it's basically oh. exactly the same thing except for no cigar. And he's basically holding like a, a beaker he's going to come into in a little bit. Like <laughs> a, uh, <laughs> just ready to go to town. Uh, mild, being alive after a spaceship crash. Wild, jumping out of the ocean to scream that you're a mythical bird. <laughs> and then promptly bang splash. Yeah, and just going down in the water. Yeah. Yeah, that represents sex. Oh. <laughs> Drowning. Who's? <laughs> 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 Scream your name and then drown. Yeah. And come. <laughs> he doesn't say, oh God. He says, Ryan Crow. <laughs> drown me. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we got two more episodes of the Phoenix Saga, I which we'll talk about next week, yeah. even though Adam's already watched them. I know. I have all the information. <laughs> <laughs> all right, should we Let's get into the some news? news? Oh. Yeah, we do the news for the 20th anniversary uh, Marvel of Marvel's Ultimate Universe, th- which is the spine that's currently used for the MCU, for better or for worse. Brian Hitch and Jonathan Hickman are returning the world for a four-issue miniseries focusing on the major 616 transplants: Miles Morales and Rage Richards, aka the Maker. Um, Hickman's go-to Illuminati are reforming to destroy or reform the Ultimate Universe with Miles and his hamburger as the fulcrum. <laughs> Um, are we excited for this? I was not expecting it, and the reason I'm excited about it is Hickman writing the Illuminati again. Yeah, that, that might be exciting. I, I, the original Ultimates were fun. I mean, it was a good run. It was fun, Clark. I don't know, <laughs> fun as much as like Captain America is kind of a Nazi, of and then then like twins are fucking each other, and also this. Oh, Hank Pym is a really murderer. Do you think like Hank Pym? Is Wasp the wasp is getting, she's getting her stomach <laughs> eaten open. I will nah, say, nah, Jonathan, but those were later. Jonathan Hickman's Ultimates run was a good run-up to his Avengers run, yeah. where he was doing a lot of stuff that we saw later on in some of his Marvel yes. works, basically as a blueprint. So there is some decent stuff in the latter part of the Ultimate Universe that when people stop reading it. It's like the first fourth and the last fourth were good and then everything in between was a horrible nightmare ultimate with spider-man was good too ultimate x-men was all good the way too through. yeah at the start yeah, ultimate x yeah, that's what i said in the start ultimate yeah. x-men yeah. was good and then it turned into uh, shit well and then the, they drowned everyone the maker is still comp. really good Ult- in the current 616 universe. and miles morales that's yeah. why they, the only two characters they really kept well you know but, I, but that's why i'm like it gives me hope that i'm like if they shell and the if they bring it back right what i don't understand is why there's going to be another conflict I don't fucking know. I, I feel like it's this a is, four issue miniseries. Oh, this is Jonathan, it's really going to be bad. I this feel is Jonathan <laughs> Hickman getting a paycheck. Yeah. And, I mean, which, you know, you can't begrudge him. He okay, hasn't. But like, uh, what's, what have we used recently? Uh, oh, the <laughs> ultimate universe. All right. So what here happened it comes to back. Use? Clark, did you ever read uh, <laughs> when they, after people? Secret Wars, when they brought the, like, everybody into the 616, the ultimate series that Al Ewing wrote? I did I not. Did. It, I didn't like it. Oh, I, I thought went, it was really good. just became the life bringer. Yeah, he was all gold instead of purple. It was strange. Al me. Ewing brought a lot of that stuff into um, his Defenders, last two Defenders miniseries. Yeah, he did. It was definitely, like, a follow-up of that. But, like, I liked the team. It was, like, Black Panther, Blue Marvel, Captain Marvel. All the Marvels. It got uh, boring for me. Monica Rambeau. Got, yeah. Important question. If you had to eat someone's stomach, mm-hmm. have your stomach eaten, mm-hmm. or have sex with your brother or sister, what would you do? How would you have sex with my brother or sister? That's kind of mine, too. No, I, 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 I don't wanna, have I, any siblings. It's, so. it's I, incest I, or I, cannibalism. I do the yeah. stomach. For me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, can you list the options again? Yeah, so you either have your stomach eaten uh-huh. by a blob, Hot. you are the blob, and you eat someone's stomach, yeah, or you have you're in a relationship with your sibling now, that also exists now, in a relationship. Two, I thought but then she dies quickly for some reason. Two of those questions feel like they're related. <laughs> hey, Adam, this A stands for anus. <laughs> I always eat the stomach. Yeah. You never want to have your stomach eaten or to fuck your sister. You have the, you'd eat someone's stomach? That's what stomach? I've always well, said. I'd rather not have sex with my own sibling. I'll murder somebody. Well, what if this... What, is the stomach that you're eating dead? Is it a dead stomach? Yeah, but you probably killed them Get, to eat the wait, stomach. No, the rest of the body's alive. It's just, just a stomach. Just Am I, do I remember having been asked this prompt <laughs> before I have to eat the stomach? Like, can I say... Hey, I'm sorry I have to eat your stomach. It's this or have sex with my sister. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like a game time decision. You only have like 10 seconds to decide. Otherwise, you die regardless. Yeah, now, is it your sister's stomach? No. 
Thankfully, you don't know this person. Okay, good. Oh, but is it, it like the, oh, is it like the box probably, in the Twilight yeah. Zone? It's like you push the button. Yeah, exactly. somebody you don't know. Yeah, yeah. probably eat. But the, yeah, the stomach just is ends it, up in your mouth. Is it cooked? <laughs> is it a cooked no, stomach? It, no, it's not cooked. Nah, that's too nice. There's ribs uh, and all going and on And also, your way. sibling is not attractive. <laughs> in this hey, world, hey, you're hey, an ugly hey. sibling. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm vegetarian and I'm an only child. Scarlet Witch was pretty in that universe. But your sibling is also a random person. <laughs> See, these are the polls we should be doing on our <laughs> Absolutely Twitter. not. Get, Absolutely get to not. Twitter and answer our newest poll. So in what even is this news, something called Contest of Chaos has been announced. A 2023 summer miniseries where I guess Marvel's heroes fight each other per usual. Brian Hitch, as we just mentioned, is penciling it. And we got an orgy of fighting with Wolverine versus Spider-Man, Storm versus Iron Man, Cyclops versus Captain Marvel, Human Torch versus Ghost Rider, Deadpool versus Venom, and White Fox versus Gwynpool. What? What? Who cares? I don't know, but Contest of Champions was the first technical crossover mm. even before secret wars so this has got to be some is that where you anniversary got sure uh i think it's like the 40th anniversary of that because that started like in the oh. early 80s so that's probably what this is and it pops up every once in a while but like what chaos magic is in works here is that I what guess it feels so. like maybe yeah. so scarlet delete- witch is in the background of this but fighting nobody you can't it's chaos playing. magic ryan fish <laughs> <laughs> had his theories yeah. am i crazy or yes. have culturally like culturally, it feels like questions of who could beat who have all been asked Answers. in a way that a comic book series trying to address it seems really weird. Like I know it happens at panels and stuff where someone asks. <laughs> I hate characters, but the question because I, I see it all the time Ugh. online. You see it at panels. To so your it point, still is a thing that people are asking. Oh, oh they do. Yeah, both fans, old and new. Because I was like, maybe it's for newer people, like haven't really gotten into it, or, like younger kids. But like the matchups don't make any fucking sense. Cyclops versus Captain Marvel. Like and Storm versus Iron Man, like these are just very. I don't think weird. those matchups are. No, well, none uh, of it actually matters. Oh, okay. Cyclops versus Captain Marvel, they both slept with Emma. Mm-hmm. Human Torch versus Ghost Rider, they both slept with Fire, Emma. Fire. Love yeah. of Bones. <laughs> <laughs> like but you were excited when DC and Marvel had their matchup. Just I liked Demog when well, I was that a kid. was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But well, and that was also the first time they did it. Like to yeah. even I know because of my Fleer '92 Marvel cards that Wolverine and Spider Man once fought. I'm like, we don't need to see it again. And like, you know, where you already have some of these matchups, like they don't need to be repeated. Yeah. Give me some new stuff. But I I mean, I always enjoy as long as it's not a mistaken identity or like, no, no, you don't understand. But if they're just like pulled into something and said, go fuck yourselves, you have to fight or you'll lose. Then I kind of like it because then it's like, just what would their powers do? I I feel like, you know, the movie Mallrats. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's where the end of the what would who fighting who or what <laughs> mm. the things dick looks like yeah. anything like any sort of fan asking a question of of the not production company but the, the publishing company yeah, yeah. that's sh- that's where it should have ended yeah because it was stan lee who yeah, answered exactly. those questions right. yeah. it's done it's done <laughs> and he would always draw a dick pic of each superhero and he mail would. it to the person angela bassett did the thing <laughs> she, um, she did a lot angela of bassett wins everything yeah. thing dick pic she rocks had yeah. sex with the thing yeah um uh did Brian Hitch get a contract that's like make so many comics within the next <laughs> Bad six ones months? Too. <laughs> that are, that are just lame. Literally like four crossovers. For someone right who I used to really be into his art, I'm kind of over his art. It now. got a little. Yeah. It's just it, I feel like either my style's changed or something. Yeah, I feel or, like this could have been done without a hitch. All right, so DC native Demetrius Gross from Banshee, Justified, and Rock Obama, the Barack Obama musical, (laughs) is reportedly in talks to play Grim Reaper in Disney Plus's upcoming Wonder Man as the titular character's supervillain scythe-handed brother. Cool. Cool. I mentioned this earlier that I wanted him to be in it. I'm very happy that the character is going to appear. Yeah, no, no, no. What do you think he's going to look like? Uh, Hopefully, like, like the comic. Like his costume is just like a weird headdress insanity. He has no hand. He's just a big scythe with a scythe. Purple like and black. It's Though, what's funny no, is it with a de- crossbones on his fucking chest. The amount of times that they, like, whenever you go to like a Target and look for like Marvel figurines, I feel like a Grim Reaper character is always fucking somewhere. No, it's fantastic. That's a good point. Well, but like costume. nobody buys That's what I mean. Like, they're always just sitting there. So they're going to like fly off the shelf when they Wonder look, Man finally comes. They out. look, I mean, he looks cool in the comics. I really like how stupid his costume is. And so they will make it quote unquote realistic, yeah. like in the show. So, kind of dumb question, but I, I don't think I understand that sentence. 
So Wonder Man's brother has a scythe for a hand. His name Grim Reaper. Yeah, yes. I mean uh, literal scythe. You, you just like grafted at the you end. You do of the understand <laughs> it entirely. You okay. just don't know what the character Comics. is. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. The end yeah. of the cut. It's very ridiculous. Yeah, and he dies a lot and then undies. In the comics, we're talking about Necron a little bit. That's that's his main love interest is ah. Necron. But then he keeps. They keep both dying. Yep. Okay. Whatever you say. All right. <laughs> and now we're still in um MCU news. Um, Phase Four. Fatigue is seemingly strong. We just had Ant-Man come in and not do great. Agatha, Covenant of Chaos had that story link. So Disney is pushing back Echo, Ironheart, and Covenant of Chaos till 2024. Many of those reasons are why. Let's talk about them why. Um, Echo and Covenant are said to be story-related, quote-unquote. Well, Ironheart, oh, no one really knows. Why do you think this is happening? I We're s- sleepy. I think Kevin Feige either through his own actions or he's been told by his bosses at Disney, you got to slow these things mm. down. It's, it is fatigue to your well, point. Well, I mean, but... Iger's back. Yeah. All so. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's always so very stupid. good at the money and the controlling yeah. all this shit. So. so it's just, it's just, you know, like they're, I feel like they're putting way too much stuff out there. We've talked about that on podcasts before. I think it's a good thing. Slow the shit down. They need little. to it, slow it down and just get the stuff right. It also feels like they probably need to hit with a heavier character or characters because with many these three series they're all enjoyable like Ironheart was good in Wakanda Forever Echo was good in um Hawkeye Hawkeye and you know I've really loved Agatha but like I worry that there'll be such an over analysis like instead of throwing them to the wolves for everyone to like eviscerate or triple down on critically analyzing them let some time breathe let them have like one or two good really solid like programming that everybody seems to love even though they may not but and also we have three movies and two shows this year which mm. is it's not enough by 2021 2022 standards that doesn't seem like a lot, a lot. but that's still a lot like right. pre pre phase four that's a lot of content already we also have lives again so it's i feel like yeah with the, like so, during so the pandemic it was fun right exactly yeah I mean, in May, we seemingly are going to have Secret Wars. And then in August, these are the rumors, is um, Loki. So right. You mean Secret Invasion? Secret yeah, Invasion. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah, Secret yeah, Wars? Yeah. Well, surprise, they're pushing <laughs> it up so for wow. you. That's okay. the real All secret. the King's stuff done. Be, it's yeah. gonna, the entire movie is just going to be a flash forward. And then they're going to be like, yeah. watch the rest of the stuff for the next three years. <laughs> that would so, make people finally watch these and stop complaining. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, I got to see what happens. Could you imagine? And there's lots, we were talking about it before, that we thought maybe like the whole hood related to Dormammu or blah, 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 which mm. might be Mephisto now, is yeah. gonna is maybe connected to... What's going on um, with Covenant of Chaos? And oh, then maybe people keep questioning whether the hood's going to be in Thunderbolts, Thunderbolts and blah, 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 blah. Like, are, gonna they, are they pushing all these else, things to try to line them up better? pictures of what he looks like. So he's oh, showing really? up in something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and Ironheart. Yeah. He's got yeah. a hood on it. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> You'll never right. guess what he looks like. like. Yeah. But Daredevil <laughs> is scheduled to be early 2024. So I don't know how they're going to do with an Echo. I think Daredevil is safe amongst I know. But I just don't know how Echo is going to be. Supposedly be first, and now a... they're going to shove it in her after. Oof. Also, we're just throwing out rumors. Um, also, they're saying, oh, "Oh, thank you." Um, <laughs> I will. Uh, they're saying that Tom Holland's Spider-Man will be kind of the, the main lead in the next Avengers movies as well. So it'll be through his eyes, huh? Hmm. Um, which makes sense because I think he's the most beloved of the yeah. current characters that are still around. Yeah, so, I like that. And they yeah. also said that he signed four, five, six. Uh, um, yes. Which makes sense. Which, uh, with, four, which aren't five, actually six. called. Avid- oh, you mean Spider-Man four, five, and six? Spider-Man Damn. four, five, six, and then he, but he'll have one thrown out before. Um, They're just gonna the throw out five. Done. Yeah. 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 Probably. I don't know. All right. So with these pushbacks, um, Eternals two, Shang Chi two, and Doctor Strange three are, are reportedly officially on the docket for Marvel. Cool. But pre Dynasty of Kang and pre all that, and Dynasty of Kang is going to get pushed back. So all the actual Kang secret warsiness good. is being shoved further. I think that's a good thing. So everything is going to be a year and a half, two years after we originally planned. Fine, that's fine. Take I'll time be dead to get by it. Right. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> but I'll be dead. dead. There Marvel was no, send it there's to no, me. nothing more concrete that's come out about when Blade is supposed to be arriving. Right? No, Blade had to be entirely redone. Oof. They cut Blade. <laughs> they oh. should do it around Halloween. I agree with that. I have something to say if we've got no more news. Uh, uh, We have nothing. It's over. I really (laughs) hope this wasn't a topic of conversation when Grim Reaper came up because I was so busy trying to understand what the heck was going on. (laughs) But I didn't realize that I do know who Grim Reaper is, that he was killed by Virginia 
in the Vision storyline. Yes. Mm, yeah. Which is super exciting for me because I remembered something. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Yeah, they unburied him and stuff. When yeah. you're listening to this, live tweet at the Homosphere <laughs> Twitter. No, wait, the Vision meaning the, the Vision comic. miniseries, yes. the Tom King. Yes. Yes. All right. Let's get into some issues, our weekly recap of all things X. And this week we've got Immoral X-Men number one, Sabretooth and the Exiles number four, Betsy Braddock, Captain Britain number one, and Deadpool number four. Let's start with Betsy Braddock, Captain Britain, Teeny Howard, and Vasco Georgiev. Betsy and new girlfriend Ascani travel the multiverse and face off against new but mostly returning foe Morgan Le Fay. I like this. I like this quite a bit because um, it feels, even though a lot is happening this issue, it feels dense. It doesn't feel like super rushed, like Knights of Ten, yeah. which I also enjoyed, but it felt like, oh, they got to get to this destination. Uh, it's, you know, one, having Betsy sort of like, yeah, I'm Captain Britain. Fucking deal with it. I think it was a very strong start by having was it Nigel Forbrush uh, who was doing the uh, that like little talk On show crossroad cross yeah. whatever mm. cross talk something and Crossing having Mike having Micromax <laughs> yes. uh, as like the anti Betsy person I think <laughs> all of that makes sense uh, bringing back uh, oh what's her face from Captain Britain and MI thirteen um, Faiza Hussein Faiza F- I love Faiza love so her. much and of course Faiza is going to be an advocate for Betsy. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, like her bringing up the whole argument. It's like, well, of course people are against her because she's a woman and a mutant. So that's the yeah. only reason why. I, I think this is this, a very fun like first issue. very much like a Captain Britain yeah. um, comic again, like Call to the Past. And then also a little bit like Exiles as well. Yeah. What, so then, what? which I, I sort of miss this sort of storytelling. We've gotten so Krakoian lately that it's nice to have sort of a one-off that is in the world, but it can feel removed as well. Yeah. Whenever I read anything with... Um, Fiza and um, Wisdom. Pete I immediately wisdom, am like, I don't want to read this comic. I want to read Captain Britain in my. I know. Oh, okay. Paul I miss it so it is much. Three thousand so times better, Leonard Kirk, better than anything that it could possibly so have. It is that is. I mean, like that was such an underrated comic that like not enough people picked up. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad to see these characters again. Yeah. Maybe uh, we should the, the, the characters are spot on voice wise. I loved Megan's tiny nothing moment where she basically says that she loves to be in television because she basically oh, her yeah. persona of who she is, based on the Captain Marvel MI thirteen Captain Britain MI thirteen, um, is based that she formed who she is based on television that she watched. Oh. Yeah. Um I- my main issue though is that I'm I agree that she shouldn't be Captain Britain. The fact that she doesn't wear the the flag is bizarre and Kind of shitty. I I kind of agree too. Like it's like I mean, if you're going to be Captain Britain, then you know you should wear the the flag of your country. Maybe that she gets a new costume at the end of this miniseries. That's fine. It is a very weird. But like, you shouldn't be mad that people are mad at you for that. It's a very weird back and forth thesis in the sense that like she's doing so much to save the multiverse right now. But you're right that like. She's doing your a press tour. Was to <laughs> you save got a Britain. job here, and <laughs> right. you aren't doing your yeah. job. Well, to, to to Clark's point, it's sometimes it's like I say this as a progressive. Like we have like progressives and liberals and leftists who make the dumbest like decisions, and like you know the optics matter so much yeah. that like most of America. Uh, the middle of the country. It's like, well, why isn't you know why didn't you know yeah, President flag, Obama yeah. you know wear a flag pin? It's like wear the fucking flag pin. Right. You know, stop giving people like like little Maybe ammunition to do that stuff. So I, 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 I like the tan Obama suit. wear the UK flag. Yeah, exactly. Brent, Union Jack. Brent. Now I assume like me, you didn't understand any of those references when you read this comic. To anything? How did you feel about? It? <laughs> well, I did know a few of them because we had talked about some of these characters before. And I know more things now, so, <laughs> than Ryan, than so I guess I guess I knew it. But if you didn't, that's ah! on you. Yeah, which one was your favorite? I'm mostly obsessed with the fact that there is a universe where the dinosaurs weren't killed out 65 million years ago <laughs> yeah, by right. an asteroid. They continue just along the same trajectory they've ever been, mm-hmm. but also decide to come up with England. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I like that. So many people have seemingly told them that they might be destroyed. <laughs> And they're like, we've heard rumors by all of our friends (laughs) who are the same person as us. And also, we haven't seen any dinosaurs in (laughs) other realities. Yeah. But (laughs) the ones that made it. I also liked the the fact that the Furies are back. And when they made them really big in the Knights of Ten miniseries, like, they weren't as strong. I love that. They're scary now, yeah. I love that description. Like, the Fury, like, in, like, the old Alan Moore Captain Britain uh, uh, miniseries, was fucking terrifying. Mm. And, like, I think Teeny's done a nice job 
of uh, you know capturing like that kind of like terror again. I will say, Otherworld stuff, it still just really hasn't hooked me. But I think the Furies are kind of getting closer to what I really want, which is some status among members having to have diplomacy before they result to violence. Yeah. I also like the fact that like the Fury, the lead Fury mm-hmm. can be any different entity at any given point right. because it's all based on like might makes right. Yeah. And so like whoever's like the stronger one will destroy the weaker one. What I think it's such a smart think way of, to do it. Uh, Ascani's Phoenix Fire seem kind of dumb she isn't, she, she <laughs> she's isn't, not a writer she's sort of, is that a new ability she has to sort of like i don't know I th- yeah no i believe that this is like her what? displaying a completely new because it's ability. like i can bring alternate realities and then she's like i can do alternate timelines and i'm like sure things are but that's too many things she's got a lot of <laughs> she had a lot, a lot of stuff of she's like i get from this in here and i've got all sorts of knowledge from the sky feature and from this she's side also size skimming or whatever like yeah that's too much. which is where you take a surfboard and just go at the end <laughs> of <laughs> the multiverse my main question is why is that bed so big Ooh. it's not even oh, a california king that shit is like two king beds shoved. Could, i know yeah they weren't like do they enough. not want to sleep in the same room uh, they're they trying just, to avoid lesbian bed death they're cute it's, though right like i'm they feeling are, good they about are very their cute. They, they're still very unsure of their relationship which i find in, endearing actually like they're just still new to it well because i think that's really important that like they ju- even though they've been friends forever they just started dating like, so i think it adds I, that like that throwaway line of like uh, you never talked to me like that. When yeah. 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 I always like, you know, when two of your friends who you never, ever would expect to start dating, you've yeah. known them for 15 years, they say and start dating. I liked Captain Britain being like that, like, you know, well, I said Captain Britain, but uh, Brian Braddock uh, being like, you're my sister and I've known you since I was like fucking 25 right. years old and now you guys are dating. I don't know how to deal with this. You want your, <laughs> yeah. you want your own room? Right. Right. Works. Also, my sister's a lesbian yeah. or bisexual. I don't know. But I support care. it. Yeah, he's a great ally. He's just a big dumb oaf. He is dumb, and they basically said we need this dummy back in office. I want to see. <laughs> I want. I want his daughter to be more involved. Remember oh, the, I love like, her. She's just like the mm-hmm. whip yeah. smart weirdo. She I'll, is. Yeah. yeah, she's Miracle Man's daughter, basically. I know uh, that she's already been cast, but I think Morgan Le Fay being played by Julia Louis Dreyfus would be great. Oh, I get a lot. Uh, of I would find she's a little too. It actually, is her. I would say Lena Hetty as Morgan. Morgan okay, Lefe would be great. I do that. I yeah, like that. yeah, I do like Morgan as a casting. character. I'm, I'm excited for this this series. And uh, only Danny to DeVito see. as the Furies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see what happens. But uh, let's switch back over to Krakoa Land. Uh, let's talk Immortal X Men number one. Karen Gillan and Paco Medina. Continuing Sins of Sinister year ten. We get a look at Emma Frost Sinister's inner monologue. While Sinister Prime plots a hit on her and the rest of the Sinisters. I'm back. <laughs> I'm, I'm out now. I'm yeah, back. I, I am the opposite. I'm not out, but I'm less one toe interested in, one toe than I had been. I really like this issue a lot. Uh, I like Last week when we talked, I was a little iffy on Sins of Sinister while I like Nightcrawlers a lot. Uh, Immortal X-Men number one was so good. Mostly, I think, because it focused so much on Emma, who is my favorite character. Um, I like to see like that uh that little throw not a throwaway scene but like we didn't get enough of it in sins of sinister number one when sinister is losing control over the quiet mm-hmm. council even though they've all been sinisterized i like seeing like what is happening in that kind of dynamic and it fits in with the sort of like dynasty slash falcon crest slash you know real housewives of whatever um uh quiet council stuff that's been happening in immortal x-men so it's a great way of continuing that theme within this universe. Yeah, I think what works for me in the issue is by Kieran Gillen flipping, reusing the model, but now flipping the sinisterized versions. I'm assuming that's what the other two might do as well, that they'll focus on one of the other two sinisters. Or like, I hope it keeps up because I would be disappointed they just used it as like a narration technique for this one. And then the other two are going to be like completely off the wall. Like I appreciate the way that they took the series and replicated the uh the overall model and just sinister talking to himself oh yeah um, that was great was yeah. excellent I, I think my main issue was that not i think the writing seemed too muddled mm-hmm. voices seemed mildly off and yeah. also there were parts where they had like narration boxes that were in a very bad location where you didn't know who exactly oh, was I speaking at one point in time there's That's one point fair. where yeah at one page, they're talking about, like, I wish Magneto was alive so that I could show him that I was right. And then she says, let's stop worrying. Stop pining over your ex-boyfriend. But they had it over a picture of um, 
of Exodus. Hope and Exodus, where yeah. you're like, which who is this Hope speaking? Oh yeah, now? I assumed it was Hope talking. Yeah, him, but, which I thought was funny. Yeah. The, fir- the first right, read, I thought the second read was the opposite, and they did that multiple times mm. in the day. Um, he did this multiple times in this comic. Yeah, and it just it, it didn't. That's fair. It, it didn't flow for me at all. Coloring changes because I I agree. Uh, I do think I like the idea that each of these sinisters, while still sinister, have some of the underlying traits of whatever this person's personality are um i, I have never been i haven't been out on this i'm all the way in i still really enjoy I, it. I, I think there's lots of machinations here that and you see the sinister quote-unquote prime our sinister as fumbling while still having tons of backup plans that are also kind of fumbling yeah because he is completely in disarray he does uh, not know what to do next really i do enjoy to your point brent a, a villain that is in disarray because oftentimes you see a villain like i did this 35 minutes yeah. ago very yes. ozymandias from always watchmen <laughs> always you sometimes when you're a villain you <laughs> yeah. have I mean, i'm always a villain no but having a villain in disarray like somebody who's so fucking fumbling towards the finish line he just what sends, a great he sends like 800 cyclopses oh my one God. of them has a cyclops mouth uh, after That's so good. emma yeah. frost who will bang it's, them all out? <laughs> it's yeah, and it was just like he can be molded into anything because he's dumb. Yeah, well, so <laughs> what I do find really interesting with the Chimera weaponry is like that's a great one, great something to bring back into the normal universe because that would also help continue to equal the playing field between humans and that. Because I feel like half the time it's always they have to keep upping the ante on what access humans have, what access yeah humans weapons access well, humans have access to weapons. And so I'm just very excited for that because being able to get their powers used against them, but not like being injected into them or like mm. humans, like transforming their bodies and simply just saying, we've got a fucking cypher banshee gun, like eat it, like eat it. <laughs> um, I, I like, I like that. He just, when he was backed in a corner, he just did a star Wars hologram of Rasputin and be like, I can make this for you. Yeah. Like he just was like, I don't know this. And all you like this, the fans, including us. Were like, yeah. yeah. Wow. I also that. really enjoyed the callback to her sleeping in her diamond form, but then using the sinister, using mastermind to make her look like she wasn't. Did I, I, did so I do it? Well, mommy, <laughs> see, that's She's like, no, you're garbage. That's every gay on the planet. Yeah, I know. I, that's see that's why i love this so much see you're basically mastermind to emma in this <laughs> you're the garbage <laughs> any uh, okay. for, for, for her for emma yeah my, sure my, my Hell fav- yeah we all are my favorite part was the infographic hunt for mr sinister page yes. where yeah. each one of them was told to go to a different location i love they mention um so, so uh the savage land sauron wanted to turn people into dinosaurs which is of course Such a, a good reference. I, I don't want to cure cancer yeah. i just I, want to turn people into dinosaurs it's great my other favorite is when they're like yeah. is he at the gay bars in new york city so they're like the other sinister bars <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the other one i liked was nova roma which is the quote-unquote various british cosplaying rumors which, <laughs> which was <laughs> all the magma nonsense it's yeah. so true no roma shit <laughs> Yeah, the write-up is. I just still, love them ripping he's still on their a man shit. of luxury, so they knew that he would still go somewhere. Like, <laughs> yeah, good. To five-star hotels for yeah. sure. And then he went to the dump of the group, which Emma already knew about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's at White Lotus. He's in Sicily. He's in Hawaii. Yep. I think that I love my favorite part is the camp of playing all these other characters. Like the best for me is Mr. Sinister as Charles Xavier <laughs> shedding a single tear yes. because he just cares about people so much. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> I it's, did. I did love. You know, Clark said it. I did love that. Like, it's like I wish he were Magneto were here just so he could see that he was wrong and I was oh right. You petty fucking <laughs> so bitch. Good. Meanwhile, Stop moments like, before he was crying about hurting anybody and yeah, fuck you, that. Xavier. Yeah, I know. Clark right? said something about like, all right, too bad your boyfriend can't be here. Yeah, so <laughs> good. So hard of that. Uh, all right, Sabretooth in the Exiles. No, that was Emma saying it to Magneto. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. This is Sabretooth in the Exiles, number four, Victor Laval and Leonard Kirk. The Maroon set sail with Orphan Maker in new armor, a debilitating Sabretooth attempting to solve the mystery of his astral plane person and becoming a rogue leader, and the Exiles fending off an attack on two fronts, Kid Mutants from Orcus Experiments and Multiversal Jumping Graydon Creed. Uh, mm. This is bad. Oh. <laughs> I've, I've, this literally just threw me out of this comic. Like, it's, I, I, don't like anything that's happening. Only thing I like is um new version of um orphan not orphan maker. Yeah, yeah, Orf- yeah. Orphan maker is just so bizarre. Now he's saying sup and Grico Ranger now. It's I don't know why it it just feels perfunctory, kind of unnecessary nonsense comic. The, this the 
the overall plotting of this one seemed a little off compared to the other ones because I really enjoyed the previous issues. Yeah, but this one seemed... I think they're treading water to get to the final issue because of the reveal of, spoilers, of Graydon, Creed, uh, Sabretooth's son, was like a, a pretty big reveal. Yeah, spoilers yeah. that happened in the comic. That I know, well, but, spoilers. but what's weirder to me is like, I guess that I found it kind of like, I think overall I still really like the series. I think Particularly, again, the info pages every fucking time are very, oh, very smart. So oh, good. Some of the best. Victor Laval is amazing. What Agreed. I don't understand is there was such a big buildup of like the to me, my exiles at the yeah, end yeah, of his yeah. saber tooth yeah, issue. Yeah, yeah. And then when I find the last page to be concluded, I'm like, wait, what? This barely just started. <laughs> like, what was? I just don't fully understand the story part kind of like what is the narrative of this this entire five five issue arc then? i did like that like the rest of the exiles when they see Sabretooth like talking to the kids uh and like you know giving his like sort of propaganda yeah. about anti-krakoa and then like eating it up and the rest of them being like do they really yeah. buy this he's Sabretooth. they're like look you know sometimes when you a leader tells you what you want to hear it's very yeah. donald trump it's very you know ron DeSantis. It's like people will follow utter garbage if they feel like yeah. they're not being heard. That's probably the reason why I actually very much enjoy this issue. Um, the idea that Sabretooth might have potential as being a headmaster in some way mm. or forming his own kind of School. weird coalition yeah. that makes legitimate points about the nature of Krakoa and could be alluring to people who feel a little bit jaded by being left out. But is fundamentally evil and corrupt in a way because the person at the center of it is this Doesn't really evil, care. corrupt per- person. Person. And to both y'all's points, I feel like this is not a series, but a, a series of miniseries. Because mm-hmm. remember, the this is the yeah. sequel to the Sabretooth miniseries. So I think there'll be like another Sabretooth in the Follow Exiles up. or whatever, which could be what Brent just said, like him opening up his own, if not a school, a commune or something like that. School of hard cocks of the Dr. Barrington still looks like hot garbage. <laughs> horrifying. Hey, hey. And then Hydro Man just was like, Gabloosh, you suck. Get yeah. in the water. They introduced, who are these characters? Herp and Barb or something? Yeah, they told just us. Just these boring we, nobody characters. We learned their names through an info page. There are like four, yeah. they each have yeah. four letters. They do nothing. They're just there. Yeah. Um, is is Madison Jeffrey still alive, or is he actually? No, I think he's dead. I think they got rid of the writer wise. Got rid of the one person who actually knows Sabretooth's nightmarishly horrible murder rapist history. So oh. they can't have someone being like, yeah, "Maybe t- you guys should be Let's go along following this psychotic piece of shit in a very painful way." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> murdered him any other. He got ripped apart. Everyone by will be water. alive again. I'm not even mildly concerned about these what characters. So yeah. with the introduction of or a reintroduction of Graydon, I guess, is that I've never read a single comic with him in it. So I got pretty excited because He's of, the cartoon. of the cartoon and him screaming. <laughs> the hologram. <laughs> my father, no! My father, no! My father, no! I mean, this... That's exactly what it sounds this, like. Yeah. This is very left of center for him. It is. He's just uh, like a, a bad candidate jerk, and suddenly but, he's like traveling the world, murdering that the, was universe. Murder, I mean, but this galaxies, multiverse, yeah. That, that yeah. reveal felt a little like anytime Wolverine's got. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, Sabretooth has gotten like a comic over the years. They always throw in Graydon like all the time. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time. His mutant hating son, you know. Exactly. It's an interesting point of view, but I don't know. Yeah, it, it was a little out of left field, but I'm excited for the last He's issue. He's got a, the same outfit that Lady Gaga wore, which oh made out of meat. I was going to say, he looks like one of the, uh, the the guards in Star Wars, like uh, the like the, uh, uh, the, throne, the throne room. Yeah. I was going to say, there's a the mild guards, yeah. Ahab-ness to it. Mm-hmm. Yes. That too. Well, because he's the hunter. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's wrap up with Deadpool number four, Alyssa Wong and Martin Kokolo. Battle at the Zoo, Harbinger, Doc Ock, Valentine Wong, Lady Deathstrike, and Deadpool all face off with a symbiote being captured and releasing none other than Cletus Cassidy. Um, it's fun, uh, but that's all I can really say about it. Like, I think Alyssa Wong is a very good writer, and I like her dialogue a lot. Um, I'm just getting to the point where I do with every Deadpool series, with the exception of Joe Kelly's run. I'm just getting a little, oh, okay. What's the next? What's, What's the, the next thing? Stuff? Like, it's. I think Deadpool is a very popular character, but he's better as like a supporting 
player in another book, like D- X Force, for example. D- but yeah. Deadpool versus uh, Deadpool versus Deadpool, the Cable con, the Cable and Deadpool was that, fantastic yeah, because was, they could play off each other, and there wasn't one main character. Right. This feels like early two thousands, like a, a Deadpool comic that could have yeah. gone for a long time. I was just thinking because that. people were like, "I love that funny guy." Yeah. Um. And yeah, but not a lot. Like, I guess story wise is probably happening, except for his um relationship, which I'm. I want that to work out. It won't. It won't. I no. like but what I a mystery to. that they are, that Genevieve yes. uh, is. Uh, when Sage was like, they could be, you know, like a Harvard graduate or never mm-hmm. finished school or when got a master's program or they could be whatever. They could be a middle mm-hmm. child or an only child, whatever. It makes me hope they'll do a lot with her or them. them. Yeah, I'm sorry. So I just have really enjoyed that. And that character is so fucking interesting. And they like break her arm off and he, they're just there. Like, I'm uh, there I know. I know someone with duct tape. <laughs> uh, we got to go to the person who's who can put my arm back on. <laughs> they could have used one of those Wolverine patches from the other that Emma used. Love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. very true. So, so we talked about this last week, and we also mentioned Noel just a minute ago. Um, I think Donny Cates' Venom was so strong that I don't want to read any more symbiote stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, the fact agreed. that this comic is seems less Deadpool to me than I. Than, than a just a fucking a symbiote comic Carnage, that like yeah. I'm really not interested in. Do you think it's going to lead story? into the summer? Oh, oh my god, you're right. Yeah. It's never going to fucking. It's end. so prefunctory. Uh, I'm taking that summer off, y'all. <laughs> it's it's coming up soon, soon. Ooh. Oh, as always, we like to. Uh, I was going to say plug me up. Uh, as always, we like to <laughs> end with a little something we call Keep plug it me rolling. daddy, <laughs> yeah. where each of us get a chance to quickly highlight something we've read, seen, heard, and experienced this week and wanted to share with you our little little homos what would you guys like to plug for the week uh i can go first octopath Great. traveler 2 is coming out on switch oh tomorrow. good and they came out with the sequel finally octopath name. traveler this fucking so it's a it's a square it's, it's a square actually game. it's octopath traveler 2 no wait. they're all two it's path 2 is the storyline so this the prior one was septopath 2 and then it was hexapath 2 the naming conventions of this studio it's triangle strategy <laughs> it's like so blunt it's just comically funny but so that's because you can play as eight different characters they had an original one which is very good um <laughs> it's like a great turn-based rpg it's gorgeous graphics it's 2d hd so it's like very high quality sprite graphics and they use like Unity engine so i don't think it's getting as good of reviews as the original one just because the original one was so unique but uh, it's a lot of the same, which I loved. So I'm really looking forward to picking up. They have the demo available right now on the Switch. Um, you can play up to three hours of it. So that's what I've been doing. That's I cool. actually have a video game plug too. Okay. Uh, mm. So I am. Uh, I bought a Switch a few years ago, right as a pandemic was starting, and the first game I got was Mario Kart. Uh, and so they've been releasing new courses in their upgrade. So in this last, I think, couple of weeks, but I just found out this week they had two whole new like. Um, uh, whatever they call it, like the yeah uh, new cor- uh, circuits, circuits, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so like what? What's, uh, what's one of the one of oval and right oval? Yeah, <laughs> one of them is Berlin. <laughs> one of them is like kind of a spooky boo, like like creaky, like underwater kind of a mm-hmm. thing. Okay. Uh, there's cool. a few others that are like they're just like a lot of fun. Uh, I'm just getting. I got really tired of the game when I wasn't playing it with like you know friends or whatever or remotely, but now it's gotten me back interested. In the yeah, game, the, so. see, the there's still like I think at least four more circuits that are coming out. Like, six more, six more. It's yeah. incredible how much. I mean, it was twenty five bucks for the full expansion pack, but like it is really fun. We Andrew and I picked it up a lot again and played with my nephew and stuff a lot, and the courses are. A blast. Yeah. So highly so, recommend it. So the Berlin one, there's just like some gay orgy they drive by. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yoshi doesn't just drive by honey parks oh, that car. He, looks at <laughs> like, he stops in Burkheim and like stays there for three days. Comes out all like in a K-hole. Yeah, so he gets a new uniform, lost three lives. <laughs> <laughs> just studded belts. Oh my god. Um I I've been in my constant uh viewing of adult animation. I found another show on Netflix called Farzar. Mm. Um, which is basically it's kind of like a comedic take on He Man. It looks really bad. Oh, um, it, it was actually it bad? was actually kind of it was actually kind of funny. Um, there's a really gay queer culture a queer character in it that I'm obsessed with. Is that the, the, rest the, of the villain shows. monster yellow guy? Yeah, more of a green. But uh, so the reason I say it looks really bad yeah. is because the trailer for it, the actual animation, just kind of looks like someone was trying to say, "Hey." 
but middle finger to you, other uh, animated shows. Well, yeah, they, there's. I think the first line is if you see that preview is like, is this more Futurama or is it more uh, oh, Rick and Morty? Yeah. And you're like, and they go, fuck you. And then it's just something else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's good to know that's better than that. Yeah, it's it's not bad. Um, <laughs> what a great plug. Great. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> all right, I'll plug mine. Uh, walking around DC. Uh, Ran, Try it. Love saw, it. Love saw, it. Great book. Saw a, a woman selling stuff at a stand, and it was stuff oh. that she had bought at real estate, at estate sales across the country. And she travels around selling all these stuff that rich people, you know, don't own anymore because they died. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's called Grift the Rich, uh, Reclaimed Curio for the Recently Departed. Um, you should check her out. It's at Griff the Rich um, on Instagram and, and GriffTheRich.com. She travels all over the country and sells cool things. Is this just you in a wig and like a quilt or something? I wish I was as stylish as her. <laughs> cool. Um, I, 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 um, no, I went through a couple of them. Uh, my niece is walking now, so I'll, I'll uh, pick walking? up her. So check that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, check Great it job. out. She might be on my Instagram, or maybe not, because I haven't put any pictures up. So maybe she'll never be there. Just so you know, she's walking oh now, folks. How old is she? She's also 14, so she just started. <laughs> <laughs> she's been just lying. She's been lazy. Perfect. No notes. All right. <laughs> That's better episode. Don't forget to rate and review us. Um, you know, we, we need those reviews. We need people to give attention for us to grow, and we're happy you're part of this journey. Anyways, uh, you can find us on Twitter at Homo Superior X and Instagram at Homo Superior Podcast. You should check out our review of Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Media. It's out. It's, it's funny. It's insightful. We have a lot of great things to say. We play a stupid game. You should check it out. Uh, that's, the opposite of the movie, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's co- cohesive. <laughs> it has a plot. All right, that's it. Bye. Bye.